Hi again, everybody. Welcome back for the third time this week to the Dennis and Friends podcast, the place where my friends and I talk about whatever we want to talk about, whatever interests us, or what's going on in life and around the world. I am Dennis. I host this podcast. Welcome to episode number 28, and like I said, the third of three this week. My apologies for not getting this out yesterday. Like I said, it was going to. This is coming out on Thursday because my laptop was like, nah, it's just not going to happen. So... I worked it all out, got it figured out, and now it's coming out today. We are wrapping up the week with a solo episode. This is the first solo episode of Dennis and Friends, so it's kind of weird to call this a Dennis and Friends episode because there's no friends today. But the reason why it is like that is because today, this episode is all about my new EP, Proximity, which comes out now in less than 24 hours from the release of this episode and today i'm going to give you guys a behind the scenes look of the entire project answer your questions give you all the stories all the details so without further ado here we go Proximity, by definition, means nearness in space, time, or relationship. I named this project Proximity because I wanted to explore that definition and also explore the opposite of that, because the opposite of nearness is distance. And so, this project is seven songs deep and is marked by an interlude that separates the first half from the second half. The first half is the side of nearness, the side of happiness, of joy, of discovery, of curiosity, of expectation, of wanting to be close to somebody. And the second half is the sad side. It is the side of distance, of confusion, of heartbreak, of misunderstanding, of tension, whatever you want to name it. And not only is it marked by the two halves, the happy and sad side, but also it is marked by voice memos that serve as transitions between each song. They're located either at the beginning or end of every song, and they help to tell the story the way it's supposed to be. This EP is a story that I've personally experienced and one that happened eh, pretty recently. It's a story that is simple, yet also very complicated. It's both direct and indirect. And unlike most stories, it doesn't have a happy ending. And so, that's what the premise of this EP is about. That's why it's called Proximity, with the subtitle, A Story of Nearness and Distance. Now you may be wondering, why this EP? Why now? When did it start? The origins of this EP, I guess, really was not recently. Because the first song that was written for this project was actually the last song on the tracklist. And that song was written in November of 2020, back during my last semester in college. But the rest of the EP was written between November of 2021 and April of this year, 2022. All of the lyrics to every song were written by me. The production was handled in two ways. First time, Wish I Didn't Fall For You, and Just In Memory were all produced by me. One moment, Angel 
and turn for the worse are beats that I am leasing from the great 100 Gram, who is well known for producing major TikTok viral single Fine Apple by Nick D and who also works with a ton of really great artists. One Moment is also co-produced by AOA Beats, and Angel is also co-produced by Oasis. On those three beats, I also added some different things in post. So I added some additional elements in post-production, changed some of the arrangement up a little bit, changed some of the structure so that it could be a little more personal. But most of the work was obviously done by those guys. This entire project, minus the interlude, was mixed by the wonderful Anthony Carvalho, if I remember his name being pronounced that way, otherwise known as AC, who has worked with Andy Minio, Reach Records, Indie Tribe, a lot of great artists that I love and listen to, and a fellow Hispanic as well, a fellow Texan as well. So very honored to have him mix the project. He did such a great job. And also the entire project, minus the interlude, was mastered by the great Aramis over at Last Level Mastering, who did such a good job putting the finishing touches on this record as well. The interlude, She Said No, is something that I mixed and mastered, which really wasn't that much because it is an interlude and it's sort of kind of like a voice memo, so there wasn't much work to be done. But the other six songs were done by those two guys, and they did such a great job, and I can't thank them enough for all the work they did on it because they really brought those songs to life. Now, that song that you just heard in the background was the instrumental to the single of the project, which has been out since May 27th. First time. The origin of this song was that I was dog-sitting for one of my friends. So I was at that house for, I think, like four or five days, and I'd brought my stuff over to, like, you know, kind of track some ideas down. And I actually wrote an entire different EP that is not proximity, that is not as good as proximity. In fact, it's really, really bad. I wrote first time, I think second or third in that like sort of creation period. I wrote that song, I think in about 10 minutes because everything flowed so naturally. I think the only bit that I had to figure out was the second half of verse two, but the rest of it felt so like natural, no crazy adjustments to the lyrics, to the melody or anything. The beat came together really, really fast because it's mostly sample driven. I love it. I think it's made for TikTok. It's made to blow up there and on Instagram reels and all that stuff. And if you want to make videos to that to achieve that goal, that'd be really great. Um, but on a serious note, it just fits so well um, with the concept of proximity because it's the beginning of being in nearness. It's the beginning of discovery, of curiosity. There's such a significant amount of innocence in that song that I have felt because to be transparent, I've never been in a real romantic relationship before. So I don't really know what true love looks like in that sense. And I just have always been so innocent in that realm. And so you can hear it in the record. You can hear just the the kind of childlike, but not like, cheesy aspect to that this song when i was making it reminded me a lot of if i had a song kind of like justin bieber's like yummy 
which I super don't like that song, but it's a very similar vibe with like the beat and sort of like the danceability to it and just kind of what the song talks about. So I guess that's my comparison for it. But like I said, I really don't like that song. I super dislike it. And I really like Beaver. Beaver's one of my biggest musical influences. I super don't like that song, but that's kind of the one I guess I would compare it to. But that's where that song came about. That's kind of the the theme behind it. And it's just like a feel-good, like summer song like a song you can play like at a party i think it's super catchy and super fun so that's kind of the the gist of that song and the response to it so far has been really really great so i'm glad that was the first single and i hope that it continues to grow the second song on the ep is called one moment and you're hearing the instrumental to this song in the background right now between this song and the next song angel Those two are probably the ones that I like the most, and also the two that I think are the best on the record. I don't remember exactly when I wrote it. It was sometime between January and February when I did, and then I had to finish the last line that I hadn't completed, like, right before I finished the whole project up. But, needless to say, I love how this one came together. I absolutely adore this song. It's so cool. The production, the beat that 100 Gram made is amazing, and I'm glad I was able to add some stuff to it. And I just kind of played along with that guitar melody that you hear, and it's so catchy and so vibey, and I love it, man. The, The gist of this song is like, I have fallen in love with this person. I've spent more time with them after seeing them for the first time, and I'm trying to gather myself to find one moment to express the feelings that I have for this person or the thoughts that I have about this person to them trying to find one moment to make that very clear and also plead with them to give me that one moment and in the grand scheme I think that in this life we should try to not have regrets as much as possible in the scope of this song that means not having regrets about what could be what the answer could be just going for it you know what I mean no regrets And so this is me, you know, trying to be a little courageous and and brave and and just let it out, you know, and just trying to not have any regrets instead of not having that moment and just, uh, you know, keeping those thoughts inside. Why not go for it? Sometimes all you have is one moment. So make the most of that moment and see what happens. The one lyric of note that I want to mention is I Remember 625, which you hear in the intro and at the end of the verse. That is an ode to June 25th, which is a significant date in this story. And it's also kind of funny that this project comes out on June 24th because it's very close to June 25th. Anyway, to the next song. This is track number three. It's called Angel. Again, produced by 100 Gram. This is the one that Oasis helped co-produce on. And I added some stuff at the very, very end of it. I wrote the song at the end of January. My notes tell me that I finished writing it on January the 28th. 
And basically this song is the spill the beans song where I'm letting all the feelings out, where I'm letting all the thoughts out. This is the one moment, the continuation of that one moment and letting everything out to chance, being very clear about how I feel, what I want and uh, making that plea. It's very, very simple, very, very catchy. It's kind of got like a West Coast vibe that I really love. And again, between this one and one moment, I can't decide which one is my favorite. It literally flips every single day. But I love this song, love the snare on it, love the the hi-hat little uh, rhythm to it. And this is such a fun little tune to such a summer song, such a summer song. And I think you got to play it for somebody that you love, you know? You're the one that I want You're the one that I need You mean everything Maybe this was meant to be Meant to be something worth pursuing Something that won't make me foolish Cause at the end of the day I do really wanna say that I got you So we have reached the end of the side of nearness. After this song, there's a voice memo that starts to allude to the beginning of trouble, to the beginning of confusion, of heartbreak, of distance, of tension, of all the things. And the interlude comes right after this. I won't play the interlude. It's very, very short. But I will tell you that that interlude came about when I was writing the first EP that wasn't this one way back in November. And that recording is from those sessions from back then. So, anywho, to the next one. We have reached the side of distance. This is track number five. It's called Turn for the Worse. I wrote it, I believe, at the end of January. I definitely finished it on February 4th, though. And like I said, this is produced by 100 Gram with some post-production by me and arranged by me because I switched some of it up. This is probably, if I were to rank every song one through six, not counting the interlude, this is probably number six on my list. Not because I think it's a bad song, but because of just in the grand scheme of things, the replay value and, you know, just the vibes. This is probably on the bottom, but I think this song serves its purpose the most or the best because this is probably the most important in the scale of the story. Without this song, the next two don't make sense because this song reveals the fact that there is tension and confusion. I'm trying to understand why things went south i'm trying to ask questions i'm trying to make sense of it all and in order for me to make sense of it all i gotta ask really honest questions how come you never hit me up told me you were always down to vibe you told me from the jump but now you're dodging all my texts you're dodging all my calls why does it seem like suddenly you never get it
so the happiness is gone the shine is gone the tension has creeped in the questioning has arisen any and all trust becomes fragile and this is when nearness slowly starts to fade away and distance starts to take hold on this story on this relationship on all the memories and out of this comes lots and lots of regret This is track number six called Wish I Didn't Fall For You. It's written and produced by me. This version that you're hearing was not the original version of the song. I had bought another lease for a beat for 100 gram that was much faster. I had the base of the song down lyric wise, but I didn't fully fall in love with the beat. And I was trying so hard to try to like work with it and try to maneuver some of the lyrics around to you know, make it feel right. And for some reason I just couldn't. And so when it came down to finish up, I ultimately scrapped everything and made this beat from scratch and kept most of the lyrics around, but obviously switched some of the stuff up melody wise and cadence wise so that I could really fit this version of it. And I love how this one turned out. This is my favorite on the sad side. And the gist of it is, just having all these feelings of regret and questioning whether or not I should have ever had interest or said anything to this person in the first place. Basically contemplating everything, wondering if it was worth it at all, wondering if saying nothing was that better option. The inverse of living with no regrets like I talked about with one moment an angel. This is the exact opposite of that. This is far and away the song in which I'm the most honest, the most blunt, the most direct about everything that happened. And I just had to be for the sake of transparency, for the sake of the story. There was really no other way to put it. This is the best way I could describe it. A lot of my sad boy influences come from many people, but I think with this song, it's very much like Jeremy Zucker, who's one of my favorite artists, but he always writes sad music. And this is my take to try to be like him, I guess. And now we have approached the conclusion of this story. I'll never understand why you did what you did to me. I thought what we had was so special, so pure. But then you decided it wasn't anymore. This is the final track of the EP called Just a Memory, written and produced by me. Like I said before, this was written back in November of 2020. And when I wrote it, I originally put this out on Spotify and Apple Music and all that as a demo version. And this is the 
refined finished product the final version that sounds way better than that demo version almost two years ago some key differences between this and the demo version everything is pitched up so the original demo version was in the key of a this is in the key of b i added some more bass i added a lot more drums because the drums are really really basic on that demo version but the lyrics are still the same those samples that you hear like that guitar sample and that vocal sample that just came in are still the same they're just pitched up um, added some keys ending is still the same with like a really loud like long final note this is such a you know sad but fitting ending to this story as much as i don't want to live in the tension as much as this story ends with no sort of resolution really sometimes all you can do is just say goodbye to the memories that you had sometimes all you can do is just let the past go and just move on and not treat it as like a figure but more as just like these were good times they were had and all you can do now is just acknowledge the past but also don't dwell in it and move on look ahead to the future move ahead to new things new people new relationships it's sad that distance gets in the way of what once was good what once was so like cool and fulfilling nearness will always be greater than distance being close will always be better than being so far away having good communication little to no tension trying to resolve stuff will always be better than confusion and heartache and everything else in between and despite all of that maybe you need to have distance which thinks but I think in the case of this story, it's what's needed. Hopefully you like the story. Hopefully you're able to see what I've been through. And hopefully it all makes sense. Now, let's get into some details and some questions y'all have for me. The first thing I want to mention is the, the cover art, the art direction, the visuals, all that stuff. The cover and all the pictures that I've been posting on social media about the project were all done by my great friend, the incredible, the wizard himself, Evan McGrew, who is one of my best friends from college. He is an incredible creative, great at photography, great at video, great at design, great at worship leading, great at guitar, really good singer too. Like this guy just gets it. He's so good at everything he does. It's kind of insane. He took my ideas to a whole different level. So the cover art, I've gotten some feedback on it. I definitely understand why you may think it looks creepy, but here's the deal. The close face of me on the left side represents the happy side. It represents the closeness of being in proximity, the discovery, the curiosity, the innocence, and the little bits of me in the background, those still images of me like holding up the flower and just standing still, represent the distance, represent the sad, the confusion, the B side of the EP. Evan took that idea and took it beyond my wildest dreams. It was a pretty hard shoot because we like had to stay in the same spot and took like 50 different pictures from different angles and different spots and standing sitting holding a flower not holding a flower walking and he just did so good and i'm so thankful for him and the work that he put into it huge shout out to him for putting it all together and i love how clean it looks i'm a very simplistic person when it comes to like cover art and stuff and he absolutely killed it 
as far as like visuals and stuff go we had some video and it got lost sadly so we're gonna reshoot some of that for like spotify canvas and other promo stuff and i'm excited to work with my buddy ben ripperton on some music videos later this summer and into the fall and hopefully my buddy cy hernandez as well so be on the lookout for that because there's more visuals coming now i've got a couple questions that i got from a few of y'all that i'm gonna answer the first one is from my buddy jt who asked will it be better than drake's new album disclaimer i am not better than drake and i love drake's sound and he's influenced a lot of it and i like a lot of his music especially his older stuff however his new album like i said last episode is so bad yeah i think it's gonna be better than that veteran guest of the show and co-host of the epl talk segment clayton cooper asks what makes this project different from ones prior the obvious answer is that it's a project it's not a standalone single or two songs or anything but the more like sophisticated long answer is that so much time went into it there's a story attached to it a lot of personal experiences and feelings and thoughts not that i don't write music from that because all my music comes from what i felt what i've thought what i've been through things like that because i try to write very honest and very vulnerable music so that people can relate to it but there's a very personal story that is still very fresh on my mind that makes this project the way it is so much went into it so many ups and downs and frustrations and not just from like the creation standpoint but from like just the story itself it's special to me because this is the first body of work that i have full confidence in and that i think it'll do well i've written so many other songs and other things that are just so bad that i've never felt the desire to put them out this ep changes that though i feel really great about everything put a lot of time a lot of money into this that's why it's so different that's why i decided to make this my first commercial project and not anything else that i've written before some general questions that i'll answer if you want me to answer who specifically this is about i'm not going to answer that because that would just defeat the whole purpose of this thing but i will say that it is influenced by a lot of experiences and relationships and moments and memories all kind of combined into one will i promote this with some gigs and shows and things like that i love to but i need to get booked for those things so if you want to help me out and get me to places to where i can perform this stuff i'd love to because i have never really performed my own music before and i would love to do it sooner than later i kind of already answered this earlier but i'll kind of expand on it biggest influences musically on this project laney john bellion Andy Minio, Jeremy Zucker, Justin Bieber, and Giveon. That's probably all of those influences. And some love, too. Where did I record this EP? In the quietest part of my house. In the one closet in our house that is not fully out in the open. Because our house is very open and there's not a lot of doors. And it gets pretty noisy up in here. So trying to find the one place was very hard but it, i did it's a little closet that's got some carpet and some things that help the acoustics so between that and my chaotica eyeball that i got for christmas shout out my family for giving that to me it helped 
with the engineering of that when I had to do it. I did that all by myself, and then I sent the files off to AC and Aramis to do their magic. Final general question, and this kind of ties into some practical to-dos that are for you, the listener. What are goals that I have for this project? I don't get myself caught up in numbers like that. I really, really only care about people just knowing about it, as many people as possible, that the people that do know about it, that they listen to it, that they give it a chance, and that hopefully they like it. I care about people having it, having access to it more than anything else, more than like, oh, I want to get a million streams in two years or whatever, because I'm a very small artist as of now. So that to me does not matter. The money that could be made from this does not matter, even though admittedly any money that can be made from this will help in buying a car because I do need a new car here pretty soon. But that's besides the point. I just want people to know about it. I just want as many people as possible to have their hands on it. And so, listener, this is where you come in. You can help in that regard. You can share the EP with whoever you want. You can send the link to the big, like, hyperlink page with all the stores that have it, all the platforms. Or you can send specific links to, like, iTunes or Amazon or just Apple Music or just Spotify or whatever to certain people. You could repost on social media. You could post about it on your stories or on your main feed. You can text people. You can email people about it. You can spread it via word of mouth. You could purchase it because that would better help me financially. You could add it to your playlist so that algorithms can pick up on it. You can make TikToks and reels and videos and stuff to it so that more people can listen and can know about it. That's all I really care about i'm I, like i said i don't get caught up in a number goal i care about an impact goal and an accessibility goal so please help in that regard if you are able i would love for you to help and to get people to know the music to get to listen to the music as we kind of wrap up i have just one simple request for you the listener as well when you do listen to the project would you please 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 Sit down and listen to it front to back, no skips, in one sitting, so that you can fully, fully get the story. Otherwise, you might miss some things. You might miss kind of the flow of everything. Those voice memos are really important in that regard. That's not a like, oh, do that so I can get more numbers. No, genuinely, I want you to listen to it the first time, like front to back the way it's intended to be listened to with the whole story arc, if that makes sense. So... If you could please do that when it comes out or whenever you first listen to it, that would be amazing. So, but I just care that you have it and that you can listen to it. And like I said, please listen to it front to back the first time. And then after that, go crazy. Yeah, this is it for this episode. Thank you for sticking around and listening to a solo episode of Dennis and Friends. Sorry, there are no friends around, but thanks for being here anyway. If you like what you heard, please leave a five-star rating, five-star review on Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcasts. Tell your people about the podcast. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Dennis and Friends Pod and email the pod, dennisandfriendspod at gmail.com if you have any questions, anything you want to say, any suggestions, things like that. Follow me on social media at Dennis Garman Jr. on Insta, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. Be sure to follow my Spotify profile. Be sure to click the link in the show notes. That hyperlink for pre-saving pre-order is the exact same link to get the project when it does come out. And finally, in the show notes as well, I'm going to put a little link to my new store, a new merchandise store that I've been working on with some very basic designs on shirts and hoodies and stuff. But you can order 
a very specific like type of shirt like if you want to design but you only want like a premium shirt instead of like a basic cotton shirt you can do that i'll have the link for that like i said in the show notes so that you can find it and if you want to support in that way by buying a shirt or a hoodie or a sweatshirt or a tank top or whatever you are more than welcome to also that will have some podcast stuff like shirts and stickers I would buy a sticker. I wouldn't buy a shirt because I'm trying to fix that still, but I would buy a sticker because I think the stickers will look really cool and they're like only $4. So go ahead and do that as well. Like I said, thanks for being here. Thanks for being here all week. Like I said, crazy, crazy week, but you got three episodes after a two-week hiatus, so you're welcome. I don't know what's next. Um, There is NBA draft coming up, free agency. I'm sure that will get talked about. Got to talk about the Stanley Cup final um, here pretty soon. And then... Probably a lot of fun ones as we get into July to kind of fill time before EPL starts back up and things of that nature. So anyway, thanks for being here. I hope you enjoy the EP. I hope you get to listen to it and you like it. And I hope that you share it with people and stuff like that. And I hope you enjoy listening to this podcast. And I appreciate all the support that you've given it. Until next time, be good. Do good. Bye.